0: G'day, I'm Ian Swain, the owner of Swain Destinations, the company that customises travel experiences to New Zealand, Australia, Africa, Asia, and India, and the South Pacific Islands. So welcome to another edition of G'day with Ian Swain. Today we're heading back to New Zealand, and located at the top of the South Island of New Zealand, in an area called the Marlborough Sounds, close to the famed Queen Charlotte track and Motuara Island, where Captain Cook, in 1970, proclaimed sovereignty of New Zealand for Great Britain. And a place accessible only by boat and helicopter, you'll find an oasis called the Bay of Many Coves Resort. My last visit was a couple of years ago, and I spent a wonderful three days of relaxation and activities while I was there. I made friends with my guest today during that stay. So I now welcome Graham Smith, the General Manager of Bay of Many Coves Resort. Welcome, Graham.
1: Kia ora koutou katoa. Nice to see you again
0: Good to see you too and thanks for sharing, spending your time with me. No now no there is, the resort is isolated and the best way to immerse yourself in the region is to charter a boat from the docks of Picton and fish your way to the resort, including a stop to get some green mussels. Now I'm sure that's most popular. Can you elaborate on that adventure and also the other ways that you can get to the resort?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're right, we, we sit at the top of the South Island. Um, we are only accessible by sea or air. We're around about 20 kilometres uh, up the Queen Charlotte Sound uh, and uh, tucked away in our own little bay here, so no road access. It's, it's, um, it's a very tranquil, very peaceful spot. The resort sits, sits on about 120 acres of regenerated native bush um, and, uh, and is perched right literally on this side. Of the, of the water there. Um, getting up here, there are a, a number of ways to get up here and, and you're quite right. I, I remember when you did come up, you came up on what was called the Odyssey Tour, which still operates and, and uh, what that is, it, it gives you a, a bit of an aquaculture experience on the way through to the resort where you uh, enjoy uh, greenlip mussels uh, which grow, uh, which are farmed down here in the Marlborough Sounds. Uh, a little bit of uh, the King Salmon, which is also farmed just around the corner from the resort. Um, and of course you get to taste uh, the uh, our most popular export being our uh, Marlborough Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, and so the, the, the trip up is, uh, is, is, is quite a, a nice experience. There are, since you've been here last, a couple of other really nice ways to get up here. And one of the ones that we've, we've been doing a lot of work with is a company you may or may not be familiar with is uh, Eco Tours. And they do a dolphin interaction, Um, and so effectively you leave Picton, your transfer in is is on board uh, EcoTour, and you you literally spend time playing with the dolphins. Uh, You visit Moshawara Island, the bird sanctuary that you alluded to a moment ago, and and, um, really immerse yourself in that whole Marlborough Sounds experience before arriving on our jetty.
0: I remember that trip really well and the, the crisp Sauvignon Blancs of Malva sounds are just beautiful to go with the mussels and the salmon, that was for sure. Now you've mentioned a host, host of activities and, and your activities that are available from the resort is a list a mile long. Um, perhaps you can elaborate on some of the more favourite ones that you like and, um, and tell us a bit more about them. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So um, certainly, what we try and do is, is get our guests um, really, really immersed in, in um, what the Marble Sounds is all about. We're on water, so obviously a lot of our activities are water based. Um, so you could you could look to do uh, if you're into sailing. We have a, a beautiful yacht called Beviamo, which picks uh, all our activities are picked up and dropped off back here at the resort, um, which will pick you up and take you out on a day's sailing um, out and around the different coves and bays of the Queen Charlotte Sound. Um, there's options with uh, the Motuara cruise up to the island where uh, guests will go up to Motuara. they'll do a, a day trip uh, walking up, uh, right up through the island, there's a whole lot of little nesting boxes and it's really, it's really cool. You're, you've got, uh, at any time you can be nesting Kiwis, you can be nesting, um, uh, little blue penguins, you'll see things like the rear South Island robin, uh, you'll see bellbirds, you'll see tui, weka, and of course our plain uh, which is a, a big New Zealand native woodpigeon. So the island itself is full of, uh, full of bird life and uh, with a viewing platform at the very, very top, which takes you, uh, once you get up there, it encapsulates the entire Marlborough sounds right back across to the Wellington heads. It's, it's just spectacular and you would have seen that when you uh, when you came over. Another very nice little tour is one called Myths and Legends, and it's a, a, a couple, Pete and Took, They've got a boat called Tutanaki, and Tutanaki takes you on a on a cultural experience up the Marlborough Sounds, and uh, and and they're probably most famed for knowing more about uh, the history um, of the of Sounds. Marlborough uh, sounds and Captain Cook's Landing back in the 1700s. So uh, they're very, very raw people and um, very, very, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those unique experiences you get met with them in bare feet and uh, on this beautiful old uh, uh, launch and you just disappear and, and you come back at the end of the day and the stories when guests come back are just just delightful to, to hear. Um, perhaps my favourite though, Ian, I would have to say we have a, a boat called Catapactic that heads up and down the Marlborough Sounds, and uh, it's, it's skippered by a character by the name of Grant Orchard. Now, Grant, uh, during our winter, uh, goes up to uh, the uh, Florida Keys, and he's an executive chef on a super yacht, and he's just arrived back, actually, uh, last week, um, and he, he he cooks around uh, the Florida Keys for our winter, but then during our summer, he comes back here, and he's got a, a boat, which is a, tells a particular story. Um, it's Effectively, a kitchen built with a, a, a kitchen and a boat built around it. And uh, he takes guests on a, a tour up into the Marlborough Sounds, where you can throw a line over the edge and uh, catch one of our famous blue cob or perhaps a bit of gurned, but a terakee, pull it up, and then Grant will actually cook lunch for you, prepare the fish for you, and cook your entire lunch for you. And you sit out on the deck uh, in, a, in a dining area and uh, just enjoy. The, um, the enjoy the sounds by the back of a boat. It's a wonderful experience. Um, that's uh, probably my favourite. And we've just this year launched uh, another experience with Grant, where if you're doing sort of a two or three night stay, perhaps one of the on the third night, you may want to go out and do a dinner cruise with him. Um, so we can we can do a dinner cruise from the resort up into the Marlborough Sounds. And during those long summer nights, you'll be aware they just just beautiful long, calm, flat summer nights. It's nothing nicer than cruising the Marlborough Sounds, having a bit of dinner and a, and
0: a bottle of wine. And uh, it's beautiful, the, the sound of it. I'm a boating person, as you, as you remember, and um, I just love being out in the water. But talking about the land, I mean, you've got, you're, right, you're right on the Queen Charlotte track, which is along the track, which you have access to do day trips to either direction of that. Tell us a bit more about that.
1: Yeah, so we are. We we have direct access through the Queen Charlotte Track. So the Queen Charlotte Track it's a seventy-four kilometre walk from the north end from Ship Cove right down to Anikiwa, uh in Havelock, uh, right down the, the the south end of the of the Queen Charlotte. Um, and it's broken down into various stages, and there's various parts of the track that are, are, um, have a, a different interest in, in each stage. Um, we will do a lot of day trips. We'll, we'll head out of the resort. you get picked up in the morning. You'll do a section of the Queen Charlotte track before bringing you back into the resort uh, in the afternoon. But probably our favourite uh, part of the walk is one where we drop you off at Panga Cove, which is down in Endeavour Inlet, opposite Furno Lodge, and uh, you connect onto the track there, and then you walk along the top ridge line, and you drop back down into the resort on our own paths, and right. uh, and head down into the resort.
0: Yeah, that way,
1: yeah. Well, you pick up both the Kinnepuru and the Queen Charlotte Sound and the walk, and it, it is arguably the uh, the most beautiful part of the track.
0: I think one of the the key things that I love about the resort, when you're coming back to the resort after doing a day of activity on the water, particularly, and coming back to the dock, and just hopping off the boat, and going to the to the um, quarter deck, and having a bit of a wine or in a bit of tapas as you've got down there now. Um, but perhaps you can talk about the other two restaurants you have, and also the new quarter deck, because um, you've changed that round a bit. Yeah, we have Ian.
1: We um uh, we. Uh, we were mindful that uh, that our the old cafe that we used to have on the waterfront, which is by far one of the most spectacular locations in the entire Marble Sounds for, for sitting and having a, a bite to eat or a, or a glass of wine, um, it is literally built out over the water. So the deck itself, you're sitting on the jetty, which is built out over the water. Um, we Up until this, uh, this year, it was a, it was a cafe um, which served a you know, traditional cafe fare, but we kind of uh, took the approach this year that we wanted to... Um, lift the, the the quality and the standard of, of that particular um, outlet, and and bring it more in line with uh, what guests experience inside the resort itself. So we've uh, renamed the old cafe; it's now called the Quarterdeck. Uh, restaurant. It's going to be a tapas. It's a tapas bar and and uh, and wine uh, wine bar. So um, it it's set to open in probably three weeks. We're just finalising the reconstruction of it at the moment, um, and it'll be open ready for this next season. But it's uh, the whole the whole face of it's changed. Was lovely soft seating and and uh, it's going to be uh, designed more for. For uh, guests to come down and spend a lazy afternoon, rather than having, you no know, guess, to compete with, with with locals and and um, uh, and, other, and, you know, and other people and. In- in that space, we also have our famed, our famed um, Kumitage Guest Lounge, which is uh, where we serve breakfast in the morning, and it's a beautiful deck which just sits out, and looks out over the bay, and uh, guests will come down for a for an hour for breakfast and end up staying for three as they uh, start to enjoy watching the the cormorants and uh, flying around or the dolphins, perhaps jumping around in the bay. It's just a really peaceful, peaceful spot. And above that, we've got our four-deck fine dining restaurant. Uh, we uh, we serve dinner in the evenings from from six, and its uh, guests there can enjoy anything from a from a casual dining menu through to another cart uh, fine dining menu, right through to a three course one match deg- a seven course one match degustation menu. So there's uh, there's an awful lot of opportunity uh, and options with with food here. We tend to uh, to make sure that we source local. Um, so, of course, we're looking at food miles in particular and making sure that, that whatever we're sourcing is, uh, is local. So we're trying to restrict whatever carbon footprint we can, um, yeah, being, being eco, uh, an eco-resort. Um, so, and, and we produce some of the most amazing foods you know, within, within 50 kilometres of the property.
0: And if someone goes out on a fishing trip and catches some fish during the day, your chef will cook them up for them that night?
1: absolutely yeah and it's um we we run fishing charters um out of here with a company called sounds connection um and and literally uh they'll bring the fish back that gets filleted on the back of the boat we then take it up to the chef have a chat to uh to the guest and find out how they like it cooked and uh and uh, yeah and we uh we will present it to them at dinner time it doesn't get much fresher
0: than that <laughs> that's for sure yeah and let's just talk about the resort itself because you've got Uh, The Keraroo suite, which is the the top suite, then you've got one, two and three bedroom apartments. Uh, Just explain a little bit more about those.
1: Yeah, so, um, so we, we're sitting on 120 acres here, and the resort itself is right down at the front of, that, uh, of the property. Um, within the property, we have 11 apartments in total, uh, of which our premium keuru, uh suite is our, our kyruru suite, which boasts a two-bedroom apartment and a 58-square-metre outside deck with uh, a lot of deck furniture on it. It's got a sunken spa pool out there, and uh, it literally sits amongst the whole um, um a lot of pungas and 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 kofi and rimu trees, and, and it's it's just a magnificent spot with views right across the bay. Um, it's important to note, I guess, that that all the apartments are northeast facing, so uh, every single one of them faces uh, straight out to sea. So everybody gets that same view, and of course, in the morning with the sun rising in the east, it uh, it just lights up the entire face of the resort. It's really pretty. Um, one, two and three bedroom apartments um, Each of those en suite Separately uh, With the exception of our three bedroom apartment There's two bathrooms But absolutely ideal spot for a family uh, Travelling with, uh, with, with uh, either teenage or young children um, Where you can lock one end off for the kids And mum and dad still have the, uh, the luxury of the other end um, And they all uh, boast a, a big lounge room And uh, completely furnished As you would expect uh, any luxury lodge to be furnished It's uh, very, very well appointed um, and, uh, of course, uh, all of that is that is in a nice, tight environment and uh, all linked with concrete paths taking you all the way back, in, back down to the jetty again.
0: No, I remember walking up and down the resort, it's just beautiful and then the trees and the plant life is just amazing how you've, how you've generated all that. You've also got the Muratu Day Spa, which I remember I visited that and um, had a wonderful spa experience. Perhaps um, you can elaborate a little bit more on the services that are provided there.
1: Yeah, so we, we do. We have our Mootry Day Spa, which sits right on the top of the property. It's uh, at the highest point on the, on the uh, resort and overlooks the bay. Uh, we have a, a therapist working uh, all year uh, out here, and she provides services, everything from, from relaxation through deep tissue, through to hot stone massages, right down to manicures, pedicures, facials. It's a, a full um, spa treatment. Any recommendation we, we make is, because it is very, very popular, um, we always recommend that people give us a ring in advance of so their their trip to us, and uh, and pre-book that to avoid disappointment because she really is um, it's, it's it's one room one therapist, so she really is busy during those summer months. And uh, well worth the experience you just noted before and um, after coming uh, walking down off the track, uh, feeling a little bit jaded. There is nothing nicer than to be able to uh, firstly go and sit in our uh, hot tub. So we, we have a, a, a big twelve-person uh, cedar hot tub. Uh, it's brand new actually we just, just just had to replace it um and uh, also our swimming pool we've going in ground swimming pool as well and then uh wandering up to the day spa and, and enjoying a massage before dinner its, it's yeah relaxation well, that's that's,
0: that's exactly what i did And in, in the old hot tub so i'll look forward to seeing the new hot tub but sitting there and actually the same just look, <laughs> just having a glass of champagne and sitting amongst the trees and it's just delightful And we had a beautiful dinner that night and you told me lots of different stories of of your past and and what you love about Bay of Many Coves so perhaps you can share with us what makes Bay of Many Coves special for you because you've been there for a number of years now and it just must be have a lot of fond memories but there must be maybe something that stands out as being the thing.
1: Yeah, look, Ian, I, I've been here um, coming up four years now, and um, and uh, look, the one thing that sticks in my mind here is how no two days are the same, and uh, um, yeah, I, I, I guess I still wake up in the morning and pinch myself and, and sort of say, is this real, um, and as I, as I look out uh, across the property, um, I think the things that stand out for me are people. Uh, I really enjoy people and um and uh, in fact, that's not just from uh from guests coming in but it's our, our team that are working here we're really really lucky to have uh to have an incredible team um, who will live and work on site um and uh, who are here to 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 welcome our guests but for me it's that guest interaction and uh some of them amazing amazing people that you meet from all across the world and the stories that they tell and um uh I guess if there's one that, uh, one that sticks to mind uh, is uh, very recently, in fact, uh, a, a guy came to stay and uh, he booked in for a three-night stay and he came up to me and he says to me, look, he said, Graham, he said, um, I wanted to stay a little bit longer. Um, you know, What's your availability? And I said, oh, look, you're fine in that apartment. Uh, I've got another 11 days free before I need it again. he goes, yeah, I'll take them. So he stayed an additional eleven days, and, and uh, it was really heartwarming as I was as I was talking to him. Uh, he uh, was talking to me about uh, a bit of a somber moment, but I'll share it anyway. He was uh, telling me that he had a, a, a trip planned right around the whole South Island. Um, uh, he had terminal uh, cancer, and he only had a matter of weeks um, to live. And uh, he got here and uh, he said, he doesn't want to go anywhere else. And he said, if this is the last thing I do in my life, he said, this is where I want to be. And he stayed uh, right through till a uh, time where his health wouldn't let him stay any longer. And it was just, it was, it was, it was remarkable and uh, touched the chord, I guess, with all it was in.
0: I would, that's amazing. But as I said in the start, you're in a, it's an oasis that you've created down there in the middle of nowhere. And the thing is, we never talk about uh, which one of the, my favourite activities when I was there was the stargazing because there's so few lights around the area that you've got brilliant skies, the Southern the southern Hemisphere skies. And, and I, I you know I always love looking for the Southern Cross because it reminds me that I'm back in my heart of the world. Uh, so that's another activity that you've got there. Listen, Graeme, I really appreciate the time you spent with me today and catching up, and it's really good to see you. And I just can't wait for the borders to open, so that I can come back down again and get some more Sauvignon Blanc. And although not that I haven't been missing it, I've been having it anyway. But having it directly at the source is much better. And but I'd love to go to Motuara Island again, and also to, to Ship Inlet and see where Captain Cook landed. It's just when you stand on the beach where Captain Cook was 1770 because he discovered Australia in New Zealand, uh, it just makes a special moment. It was just really cool to be there at the same time, or well, not the same time, but be at the same place that he was. So I look forward to seeing you. Um, look after our guests. They love it when they come down there. Uh, I can't guarantee they're all going to stay an extra 11 nights, but we'll try for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, look ian you're most welcome and uh, and certainly we uh, we very much look forward to uh to seeing you back down here and um and sharing some more of those experiences as that we've had in the past it's uh it'd be great
0: okay right. thanks a lot mate bye
1: thank you and take care